the Taco Brothers Podcast. Ask about me. Ask about me. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. <laughs> Very funny. This is Talk, talk, talk of Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And, and now your hosts, Gody and Smash. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Godi. And it's your boy, Smash, coming at I want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. We got my boy, Smash, in the house. We got BTG back once again. What's up, dog? Mm, fresh off that Popeye. Yeah, what you, what you <laughs> get? Two-piece, dog? Two-piece, white? I, I had the two-piece uh, for breakfast, and I said, you know what? I don't feel like cooking dinner tonight. Let's get right back to it. You went back door. Now you ain't got the family box. Got to go get the family box. So what is it? Beans or fries? What's your size? You know, I don't, I don't really care for the size that much. The wife do, and then mother-in-law do. So I get the uh, the red beans and, and rice, and I get the mashed potato. And you gotta have a biscuit. Oh, you don't yeah, get chicken. Oh yeah. You got, you got, you got to get the six in the clip. <laughs> got you to. know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you got to get extra, extra, extra butter and honey. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you and do. And a drink <laughs> and a beverage. Strawberry. Yeah, all got, three of those to wash it down. You gotta get the that tea sp- pretty good too, though. Yeah, that that tea is good. That Popeye's tea is pretty good, but I gotta have oh, half half of the gallon ain't nothing but sugar. Yep. Yeah, that's what make it good. Yeah, yeah. I gotta have the strawberry soda with mine. It you want to piss somebody? If, if you want to piss somebody off, just send them some Popeye biscuits by itself. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get them fresh though, because if they, you get the ones underneath the heat lamp, you in trouble. It's all, it's all bad. It's over. Before we get into this smash, give, What's me, up? give me the update, man. What's, what's shaking in the Ozarks, bro? Man, nothing but bunch of damn rain. It's been raining on and off, man. We about to we about to pull out the boats and just put them on the highway. Yeah, it's raining like that up there? Yeah, it's been raining on and off, man. Ain't been able to do nothing, really. It's, it's just making my grass look, look greener, you know what man, I'm saying? We, again, uh, for the listeners, I haven't received the picture yet of this crabgrass he calls a front lawn. So nah, at, at any point in time, you can send that, man. It's an ocean of ocean of green. Nah. Just waving. <laughs> Just surf on that shit. You got that old fescue grass. It ain't real grass. <laughs> what about you, bro? You getting ready for that? You getting ready for your vacay, huh? Yes, sir. We on a we on a full day countdown, man. We'll be the Griswold vacation will begin on Saturday morning. Let's see, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see how this going to go because it's the whole whole family on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like a, a Black Gilligan's Island coming Man, up. Man, you got see, my my biggest worry here is when we, we the boys are at the house, it's always WWE in a big old house. So now we're putting them in closed confines. I, I don't know how this is gonna turn out. The wife thinks she she's got a positive attitude about it, but I'm I'm in a uh reserve to see kind of mode how this is gonna turn out, you know. But you know, I had to backdoor the the second vacation just for me and her, just to unpack that vacation. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Dang. We'll see though, man. I'm I'm ready to hear the uh you know what I'm saying? The, the after action trip yeah, report. It's, it's going to be fun, man. It's the, it's the end of the school year and 
it's a good moment for everybody to decompress and get ready for the summer, you know. But <laughs> the boys are up, up they don't under, they, they think they're getting away with this summer, but we got a 30 book reading list that they got to get through. 30. 30 books. They got to get through 30. I hope each book got 10 pages or less. Now they, I don't care what book, I don't care what it is, but you got to read 30. You know? Don't tell me that as a kid. I'm going straight to Dr. Seuss. Right. <laughs> Those are not, you, know, you got to be on, you got to be your grade level and above. You, can't, <laughs> you got to be your hey, grade I'm, level and above. Hey, I'm, I'm invested now. I got to see if they going to make 30. Well, they got, they got a, a financial windfall if they make 30. They got first place, second place, and third place. So whoever gets the most, what's, what's the, the, it goes, how much? It goes 100. It goes 75 and then it goes to 20. Can I get in on this? No. <laughs> you grown. We make a we make a fourth place, but the, the third, you know, they don't get nothing. You but. see, the third place only get 20. That's just like just just because, you know. $20. Right, that's because I love you. <laughs> is that is that twenty dollars no matter what he reads? Yeah, you gotta read your like, grade. You gotta read your grade level and above. You gotta. No, read I'm saying your grade even level. if he don't reach thirty, if he reach five, he's still getting twenty. If he finishes third, yeah, you get that's twenty. That's just because I love you. Nah, nah, hey, you you still gotta be in the game. I ain't gonna let you just read five so and you, get twenty. So you said they gotta get to at least fifteen. <laughs> yeah, you gonna have to do something. Man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get halfway there. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't giving you no participation trophy, man. You. <laughs> well, you know what? That's basically what it is—a participation <laughs> ribbon. That's just basically... <laughs> I'm getting soft in my old age. <laughs> yeah, boy. Save them twenty dollars and go get you that. Uh, what you what you had? BTZ, two piece. <laughs> <laughs> just give him. You can go get that. And eat it him, in his face. Just give him a biscuit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> With nothing to drink. <laughs> Say read that. What y'all got for for the kids? I know BTG. I know you on the the uh, caravan for basketball all summer long. Uh, yeah, for the summer. As of right now, we on a we on a personal break because my son decided to uh, jam his finger three times in one week playing playing around, playing a different sport, and in practice. So we missing a big San Diego tournament coming up this weekend. Uh, well, possibility they still might go, but I'll be at home, and uh, that's about it, man. We loading up for the summer. It's a lot of sixty and seventy degrees going on before that one, that one ten, one fifteen hit us. <laughs> man, we got that and the acting on deck. You got a full, a full summer for yourself. Hey, at the end of the day, when I hit that eighty, eighty-five mark by the grace of God, my kids can't look at me and say we didn't do nothing. Right. Oh y'all, y'all did a lot. <laughs> Trying to, you got a nice time to pay it forward. <laughs> yep. And I want my Popeyes. But look, check this out. So this has been an uproar. We understand that there's a new spinoff to Blackish, which is called What Smash? Because I screw it up every time. Mixedish. Mixedish. So I got to listen to him say it, then I can repeat. But there has been Black America has once again struck. And it's an uproar complaining about the reverse Aunt Viv effect by them casting Tika Sumter instead of the actual character, uh, the same complexion of character as the mother in Blackish. So 
this has been going on for what this this came out on like saturday or something like that friday or saturday and this has been a windfall this has been a top of a conversation up to now currently so we're gonna throw our hat in the ring and give our two cents on what we think about it um smash where you stand on this man and, and give me give me the give me your thoughts after not including what you think about about Tika Sumter, but also give me your thoughts on the basis of the show and, and the direction that they're taking the show as well. Just from that one clip we've seen. All right, so I, I like the way that they're taking the show because I think like uh, there's a lot of mixed mixed kids growing up, or you know, what I'm saying that, and I know a couple myself, and so I think it'll give them a good perspective on how you know how they view life or whatever. I do like Tika Sumner. She's she's a fine little lady. I do like her, but I like my shows to have a lot of close reality as possible. So if if the if the mom is very fair skinned, light skinned on the show, I want her to be like that back in the day. Mm. Not you know what I'm saying not dark as Tika Sumner, which I have no problem with her her acting skills I just don't like her for this role because I like the I like keep my uh, actors and stuff similar right so it keeps with the plot keep it keep the continuity of what yeah. what we've originally seen yeah and, and I'm I'm big on that too as well man I, and and listen black America I have no issue with Tika Sumter being the character for Rainbow as Rainbow's mom that's not where my knock is my knock is that I want continuity in my characters. Just when Aunt Viv, when they change from one Aunt Viv to the other Aunt Viv, the dynamics of that character totally change. And especially with Rainbow's mom, because she plays this hippie role and she's kind of like, yeah. like dim-witty-like like type character. And I don't, from watching that clip, I don't see her come off as that type of character. So now we're going to get a whole different dynamic of a character within that plot. Of this new show, Mixed Dish. BTG, weigh in on this. You know what? I'm not that mad at it. Um, but I, I, I can kind of understand where you're coming from because you want to keep it, um, like you're saying, you want to keep it like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You want you it to make sense. Right. So um, I get it from that standpoint. Um, I actually can fight it, but I don't like the fact that our people are so up in arms about it you know what i mean because you know we have this thing where like once we have an issue with it then we try to like dismiss it you know what i'm saying and uh -huh. i feel like this is going to be a great project and i don't want it, i don't want the change of a character's complexion take away from great content right you know what i'm saying right now we, we like you said we got that with uh with the fresh prince and remember, we, you know, and it's been plenty of other movies and TV shows that has happened with too. Like, think of Boys in the Hood. <laughs> when Trey was a little kid, up until he was an adult, totally looking different. But you're never going to have, like, it, it's not going to be that easy to cast a uh, a group of people right. that look similar to each other. Yeah. Now, unless you want to cast the same exact person, I mean, now we're talking about dealing with a lot of makeup, whether we're going to make them look younger or older. Yeah, and and so. I I don't think I don't think that 
the characters themselves, the complexion of the character, I think I can overlook that, and I would overlook it if that person can play that character, right? Mm -hmm. we, we're talking about we're going to the, to the origin of Rainbow now. So I want a character to, you know, and, and, and as people get older, their demeanor change, you know? My, at one point in time, my mom was, was just outgoing, you know, hands-on, do it herself, and now she's getting older and she rely on us more, you know? So I understand the dynamics of a person's, you know, the way they are and who they are, how they change as they get older. But this character, it, she was she was actually her and Todd Bridges played the father on Blackish. And those uh -huh. characters, they fit that quirky relationship. And the characters that they're casting now, it doesn't seem I don't I won't get that same that same aspect from the new show. So that's where I'm all the stuff that they're talking about, about colorism and and all these other things that they're talking about as far as the show goes. I think that's that's like overkill at this point. And we're talking about this is a reaction from a 15 minute, well, not even 15 minute, a three minute clip. Right. So let me let me ask you this. Had mixed this came out first with Tika Sumpner Planner. And then Blackish came out with the mom. Would you have the same, yes, same feelings? Okay. Yes, because that because you gotta remember these shows are establishing who these characters are, right? Right. And that's uh, I got that's a follow. I, I got a follow up question that pick, piggybacks off of what Smash just asked. Go ahead. So going off of the, the same question that he just asked, what if there was no difference in how the character was played? Let's put it like that. Would you still have an issue? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. This is it has nothing with this has nothing to do with com complexion of skin at all. So we don't know if she's going to do a bad job or a good job yet. So yeah. we're guessing. Yeah, we're it's all a speculation because we, we're only basing this off of the a three minute clip that we've watched. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So and it, it's it's a lot to unpack. And I, I mean I want to address. I want to talk about the the different topics that they. I mean the different things that people are saying within reviews on on colorism and how uh, Kenya Barris is actually, he's leaning toward because his wife, now you we all know that Rainbow is based off of his wife, correct? I ain't know that. Yeah, know. yeah. His, his wife's name is Rainbow, Rainbow Barris. So the, 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 the character okay. of Rainbow, and, and she's, uh, she's, uh, she's mixed, okay? So yeah. the character is actually based off of her. So I don't know, and I can understand how the characters have how that cast of characters have been assembled with that thought in the process, you know, because you, you think about the older brother, he's from he's from a mixed family. Uh, Chloe, she's from a mixed family. Um, so you, the little brother, he's from a mixed family. So I can understand how the cast of characters have come. But if you look at my family, my brothers and sisters, we all have different complexions. So that never even dawned on me. And I'm like, people, you like they're over, you, you overthinking this thing. These are, this is a show. This is not real life. This is just a cast of characters that has been, and this is how we are depicted. You know, in, in every family, there's dark, there's light, there's medium. We, that's why we color. I mean, this is what it is. But I don't think, for me, this has nothing to do with color at all. This just has the had to deal with the the leveling of. I want I want the camera character to be seamless. Yeah, I want it to be yeah. now. If she can play the role, cool. But if she can't, I don't I don't think that she would play that that hippie. I don't think she'll play that hippie. You know, a hippie role and, and be that that dim-witted type of uh, character. I don't think is he it, can. Is that the overall? Is that the overall um, 
um, what do you want to call it? Um, is that the uh, overall disagreement? Like, like, are are they really upset about she can't actually play the character, or is nope. it about her complexion? It's all about complexion. It's, about complexion. it's all about complexion. This has nothing what? that she can actually play the role. It's like, like y'all were saying, like BTG said earlier, like they've done it in many shows. Because I remember, I don't know if y'all used to watch uh, My Wife and Kids. They're, the daughter, uh, Claire, used to be dark skin, and then oh, they replaced yep. her with a light skin girl. Yep. But I didn't miss a beat on that. You know what I mean? It was just, you know, the girl, Claire, the light skin girl came on and was like one of the main characters and was pretty good at what she did. But with this one, I, I never seen, I guess for me, I never seen Tika play nothing but. It's like she kind of been typecasted her whole career from the movies I've seen. You know, uh-huh. Pretty Girl just play those type roles. I've never seen her play in a comedy type role like uh, Blackish or Mixedish looks like it's going to be, you know? So. Yeah. And it, it's kind of a different, you get a different perspective from our generation to a younger generation right and the consensus of what i've watched and what i've seen is that the first of all the younger generation seems they they have some kind of uh, emotional disconnect from the show because it's called blackish first of all versus where we we look at it as refreshing that it, they don't they don't tackle every aspect of, of what we go through but we do get a glimpse we do give the other side a glimpse of what it means and what it being being black in america you know so it's refreshing to me but watching and, and i gave and i gave it a time to watch both sides and listen to both sides opinion and it just seems like the younger generation has a bit one opinion and the older generation has another opinion about the whole series itself I get it if she if she doesn't do a great job, you know what I'm saying, following up with the character and things like that. But uh, again, I don't really care for the skin complexion thing at all. I never really had a problem when they when they switched, you know, Aunt Viv, you know. <laughs> I had <laughs> I mean, a big problem with that. <laughs> but, I'm still at, I'm still salty about that one. Well, yeah, that one was different to me because they they changed the the way the character acted. Exactly. That's true. That's true. Exactly. But you know what? But you know what? Now I would have a problem with that, but at the same time, I was young. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah, wouldn't right, really, right. I wouldn't really worried about who it was and and all that. But we're having a, a similar situation uh, right now. As and I, I'm pretty sure we all watched The Shy, and your boy Jason Mitchell is in some hot water, and they're going to replace him. And True. and and you know how we talked about that off wax. You know how I feel about. I just have, and it has nothing to do with color, has nothing to do with race. I just want continuity between characters. I want you to, to cast something something acting-wise, not, not characteristics-wise, right? Just acting-wise, similar to what the, we currently have because the dynamics of that character changes. You know, once, yeah. you, once you set the basis for a character, that's what you, and it fits for what you're doing in the show, I want that character to actually... Uh, you know seamlessly fall into that place if you have to replace him and replacing him on shot on the shot not to get off the topic but to replace him on the shot that's gonna be really hard man. in this situation though they have to you gotta allow you gotta allow them to just you know change it up because 
and like you said, he is a main character. character. Yeah. If right. not, if not, if not one of the main characters to focus on. You know what I'm saying? Because of the multiple storylines that he's involved in. So bringing another person along, which they have to, is going to change. It's, and it's going to be crazy, too. It's going to be crazy to watch. Yeah. So, so D, let me ask you this, because you were saying, like, like, the old generation has a different view versus the new. Who, Which of that generation has, like, a problem with it because of her color? The younger, the, newer, the younger the generation. The younger generation. Yeah, they have a problem. They have a problem yeah, with, the, uh, with, with everything. With the, yeah, they do. They they, they sensitive, and we know. But that. you know what? Now that you say that, it, it kind of made me think of something. Because like when I was growing up, my mom used to always watch what they call the stories. You know, uh, soap operas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And them soap operas change. They change the main character quick and still be the same name. You know what I mean? Uh, like, hey, if they don't change them, <laughs> they damn sure kill them all. <laughs> And then they come back, you know, a couple seasons later, they, they they didn't really die. But I mean, like, they, they changed them quick. Because I remember a couple times, you know, there was some main characters on there that got replaced. You know, they say, uh, the place of Vicky is now being played by such and such. Yeah. And then they go on with the show. So hey, Vicky is a throwback name, boy. That's <laughs> a throwback name right there for the story, boy. <laughs> Mm, that's a that's an interesting take. I didn't think about killing him off because if you kill him off, that's a, that's to me that's like 35 40% of the show right there. Not really because they have she does a good job. She does a good job of storytelling for all the characters that, that that's in the show. So there's a lot more to unpack with that show as far as character wise and and writing for the cast that remains. But, but he's the most man. he's the most inter, he's the most interesting character. That's a that's an easy write off right there. He he get a culinary job to run his own restaurant in France or England or something like that, and he can't turn it down and he goes overseas to uh, run his own restaurant. Boom. But that but that mean that mean which I which I'm always a believer in. I'm believe, I'm a believer in because uh, it, it relates to sports building up one of your lower characters. You can do it if you have good writers. You still have Emmett, the character yeah. Emmett. He's still there, right? That's there's a storyline there. They could bring Sanja Sanja San back. Uh, if I'm pronouncing the last name right, um, the mom for um, the mom for Jason Mitchell for Brandon. You could bring her back into the fold. She's a seasoned actor. So I mean, there's a lot of ways that they can take it, but it's gonna be hard to see Jason Mitchell not in the show anymore. Yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna be real. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be real time. So, but not not to get back to get back on topic though. So, I want to unpack this show a little bit more because not only as as I'm when me and Smash talked, we talked about the character of Tika Tika something and the the reaction to her being the character. Now I want to look at the show itself and how. And how does this show play? And I have my opinion. Again, it, it, the consensus, the, the younger generation has one opinion and the older generation has another opinion. And I think, no knock to my younger listeners, I think that you guys are missing the point of why that particular moment in time to have a mixed relationship, why this show makes sense to me as an older person versus that younger person. So I want to get you guys' opinion on how do you think this plays in the series of Blackish and Grownish, and how this spinoff, and why do you think 
they went in this direction for this spinoff versus saying taking the obvious taking Larry Fishburne uh, and and the mom and taking Ruby and taking and looking at and doing the origin of of uh, Anderson's life and why do you think they went that way versus the other way because it's an easy fix it's an easy play to see him go to South Central and see the normal hood life that's that's been done over a, a thousand times right we've seen that in, in so I many I think that's probably why yeah I agree it's probably it's probably it's you know it's been done over so many times you got movies that's dedicated to uh you know South Central so it's like we I think you have to come from a different angle especially in this generation like Smash said like you know I mean this generation is sensitive and majority of the people that's complaining is from this generation so I think you have to and I think they're what they're trying to do is try to involve everybody yeah, well, if that makes if that makes sense like it's to, it's to draw in a bigger crowd and keep the younger crowd in tune as well yeah but I think I think Kenya Barris is and I'm just saying I'm speaking from I'm putting my older hat on now I think the younger generation has missed the fact that in 85, the year, the, the era that he picked, right? We, we looked at, we talking about interracial marriage wasn't prevalent in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It, it was brand new, you know? So we, we're looking at, and I hate to throw statistics out, but we're looking at nearly one in seven marriages in 2008 are interracial, right? And, and, and it has tripled since then. So you, so we watched the, in, we watched the inception of this, and had we had to intake the shock value of this, right, and, and and watch it be simulated into our culture, versus they already, it was already simulated. We already went through the trials and tribulations of it. So when they go to school, it's norm to them. But for when we were in school, it wasn't norm. That was something brand new, you know. Oh, by far, like gr- growing up in LA, I'm a, I, I can honestly tell you that from elementary middle school and my high school um i've only went to school with and that was because by area i out of all those and then i went to say about four or five different schools um i've only had like one maybe two white classmates and that's because of the area that i grew up in it wasn't until i went on a class uh field trip to ucla where i actually seen white students so if that was the case, being living in South Central, Watts and Compton and stuff like that, then yeah, you're not going to see a lot of interracial marriages or dating or anything like that. Even though this state, this state alone is open to a lot of different things. Right. It's just that in our area, it just wasn't like that. You right. Know what I'm saying that that's why you you when you hear the uh, gentrification word. That's just start. That just start bubbling and getting hot within the past. I don't know what five, six, seven years, mm-hmm. and that's on the edge of what we what we call the hood, you know, because they not they not digging deep in there because they just they just not. Let's just put it like that. You know what I'm saying? But we've always said once you see some dog, you know, once you start seeing cats walking dogs in a in a Starbucks pop up. And that's when things are starting to change. <laughs> but, other than, but other than that, other than that, no. But now, where I stay at now, which is roughly 45 minutes away from LA, the schools that's out here, I would I would at least say half of the school is mixed kids, interracial kids. 
Right. E- easy. I'm talking about. And, and and the funny thing is, the joke uh, at my at my uh, at my son one of my son's birthday party, uh, a couple of his friends from LA came out and celebrated his birthday. We was at a uh, at a venue, and and uh, the girl was like, "Why does all his friends have like <laughs> good hair?" <laughs> <laughs> and she couldn't figure it out, right? And you know, most of his friends are mixed. And and but that but that tells you but that tells you the dynamics of, of what we're speaking of, of how it's the norm now. You know what I'm saying? This this is not nothing that's unusual to them. So of course, when the younger when the younger generation says um, we didn't face those color you know those colorisms or or dealing with mixed racial. It, it's it's not prevalent anymore. It's normal to them now. But for us, it was a shock for us, you know. So and it, and I don't think the show, I don't think the show is a knock on interracial relations. I think it's more of a knock on. It's not even a knock. It's just a depiction of them being different than yeah. what, than anything. Not not color. Not anything. You're talking about the characters. It's are, the culture. Yeah, exactly. The, the characters are coming from a commune, living living a certain type of way. Now they have to assimilate into a different type of culture. So that's what I think the show is more about. But seems like, and and as I listen and and, and read and, and watch, the older generation gets it, but then the younger generation is like, this is this is all dealing with 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 race. Why do we care about this colorism thing? Because but it's not. I think they're missing the, to- the whole point of of what this show is about to be about, and we can't really say it. We we all speaking on a three minute clip, so we have to really give it like <laughs> you know two or three episodes to real to, to really give a a good idea of where they're going with these characters. But you know they're going to have certain episodes that deal with this, as they should, as you they know, should, and, 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 and in heavy detail. But again, I, you know, I'm gonna tune in to see how how accurate they use some of the past events that we had. Because I'm gonna tell you the truth, we don't deal with racism like everybody else do in the world, to right. tell you the truth. When it comes to LA, it's very it's very diverse. And it's very confusing because, you know, we get along and don't get along with Koreans. We get along and don't get along with Hispanics. Right. And you know what I mean? It's, it's just weird like that. And then when it comes to, when it comes to white people, it was. It's just a. It's an awkward relationship from back then. Now it's just. It's whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could be family one minute. They could be friends. They could be foes. Whatever. But back then it was just they. We they weren't around. You know what I'm saying? When we played, if we played against another school that had white kids, the first thing that we thought was, man, we about to blow it. You know, because we just we didn't look. We didn't. We weren't around them like that. Right. And we knew that their culture was different. Our culture was different. They were raised in certain areas. We raised in certain areas. But as far as dating and stuff like that, nah, not at all. What'd you think, Smash? Nah, I think the show, I I just think it's probably going to try to bring to life the, um, what, you know what I'm saying, what mixed kids go through as far as like, am am I white? Am I black? Do I choose my white friends? Do I choose my black one? And I think the whole thing, if you, if you, when I watched the clip, I think the whole thing that confused me, and it, it's not that I'm color struck, but it is that if you watch Blackish, she's a light skinned female. And then if you watch the clip when she's young, young, she's 
light skin and then you go to Tika which you know Tika is alright in here like, like we're saying but I just I don't know it's like I'm trying to see what you're actually portraying in there and and like I said I like my characters just strong but I, I mean the same keep it uh, continuity but I think they just really trying to they're going to focus on the issues of how you know um, mixed kids try to decide which race they are because I know a lot of mixed people and that's one of the things they struggle with like everybody always ask them are you black or are you white which side do you choose you know so so let me ask this question now that you say that let me ask this question do you think mixed mixed kids do you think interracial kids do you think that they use us as a fallback plan do you ever think that they reach out to the other side of what they're of what their their heritage is and if they don't get accepted there do you think they fall back to us as a fall plan a fallback plan or do they automatically identify identify as black i think it's um i think it's just like all of us It's, it's based on your environment yes exactly because i've met i've met some <laughs> i've met some uh some mixed kids um that work from weren't from California, period. They're from a whole totally different state. And and yeah, you can tell. You can tell, like, we're not talking about some mixed kids that was probably raised on Crenshaw and Slauson. You know what I mean? Like, the way they act, the way they talk, the way they carry themselves, mm-hmm. um, it was different. So it, it just depends on what environment you were raised in because you can find some, you can find some white people, you can find some Hispanics, uh, Asians that was raised in Lone Beach, Compton, etc., and they identify with us, right? And it, and, it's, and you can't and you can't tell them nothing different because they were raised on the same block that we were raised on. So when it, when it comes down to who you side with, it really don't matter about the skin color because it matter about what family you grow up with. So do you think we're more of an acceptance race? We we accept we accept other ethnicities uh, more than other races. Easy, now, you know that. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. Oh, of course, we're the most forgiving, caring, sharing race there is. Okay. Toward other races. To other other races, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, when we start talking about each other, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a different. It's a different story. We love and hate each other at the same time. Yeah, it's a, definitely a love hate relationship, and that starts from family on out. <laughs> it definitely goes that way. Yeah, and I, I just, I just want to. It was just interesting as watching it, and just like now we unpacking these different aspects of this show and I just I, I really think this is something that we need to delve into and I'm, I'm glad Kenya Barris is taking that route and I'm glad he has a, a, a interracial um, wife to, to, to be able to use as a reference you get what I'm saying where she, he can he doesn't know what it means to be interracial to, to deal with you know being uh, a, a mixed kid so it's good that he has a, something to, to reference and to build this show around, um, I just, I really think it's a lot of pillow talk going on where he's getting his um, feet, his creative juices to be able to produce the show. But this is something that definitely needs to be looked at. I don't think. Can you name any show that's out there that actually focused on this? Hmm. Not not at the moment. Not <laughs> at my head. Not at the moment. And that means we don't, because it's nothing jumps out at you right at I the mean, moment. <laughs> different strokes. Well, that that wasn't that was that was more of a of an adoption type situation versus you know a rich versus poor type situation, but an actual um, wh- how do I identify? What do I identify with? But 
you know, looking at that clip, that clip didn't scream any. I'm, and I'm gonna be honest with you, they may say you, you make, makes no sense to us, but it didn't scream the dark, the dark complected kids were picking on the light complected kids. It, it just it screamed to me that they were just different because at one point, the little girl says in the clip, "I'm a material girl in a material world." Right? They they changed their their outfits and how they looked, and, and they were trying to to get into their culture to fit into their culture not not skin complexion wise but just how they dress how they act the music that they listen to those type of differences i think played more to me in that versus just a color issue a, you know a colorism issue there was there was a movie on i want to say on netflix that dealt with it where the girl was uh both of the girls were they were sisters and I think they were mixed, either mixed, it could have been either mixed or light skinned, but they ran into a lot of uh, fights with uh, darker skinned women or girls. Uh -huh. um, but I can't, the, the name of the movie is, is, is slipping me right now, but that was the only thing that I could, could come close to. Other than that, no, I can't think of nothing else. That's why this show, that's why the original show was such a big hit because, you know, um, of the topics and, 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 and the episode that they created yeah, you know, caused a lot of, uh, you know, and, feedback. And, but I think they miss, I think a lot of people, like, that's one of my favorite shows, and a lot of people don't, they don't really like the show, but Blackish. Oh, um, I, I do too. One of the things that I do like about the, the when they go sit down in, in the meeting room and you get the white perspective, right, in contrast to the black perspective, you know, on, on what the actual show was about. And it's so, it's it's just, it's a good show and it actually sheds light so the other side can see how we thinking and we can expose how they, the, the stereotypes of how they think about us. And that's what the two, you know, the owner of the, the, the advertising firm, He's probably the most racist dude you ever want to meet, <laughs> right? He gives it to you, the, the racial, the racist comments that you want to get, but that's how you have to, that's how it should be. You should be able to identify, recognize that behavior, and that's where the family has a chance to debunk those those stereotypes, right? Uh-huh. Another but you, go ahead. You know, as we sit here and talk about the color of Tika Sumter, as I think about it, if you go back to Blackish, really, um, Diane and Tika are the same complexion. Right. So, you know, Diane's in the family. Nobody complains about that. And they actually did a show when, you know, little Diane was, um, they did an episode where Diane was upset about the color of her skin and how the band-aids didn't match and all that stuff. I don't know if you saw that one, but, um, it was, it was a pretty good show, so... I mean, if Tika can play the part, I'm all down for it. But she gotta be like... She gotta be rainbow to a T, though. Yeah. In, in acting. In the acting part. Like, acting like that character. Well, from a, from a, a, a watcher, a fan of the show, you can... you I can be more forgiving of the acting of the girl who's portraying Rainbow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Erica Hemmel. I can I can be more forgiving of her because it's a it's the origin of her. You know what I'm saying? Every the way you the way you are as a kid is not where you ended as a end as an adult. Your behavior changes, different things that you do it changes. And for the the mom 
those things are characteristics you you become you take characteristics of your of your mom and your dad and the people that you you, you deal with every day that your surroundings your environment and then that molds you into who you are and what you are um well parts of it but for her for that character i just feel i, I just hope that i'm giving him a pass right now that what he what he casts as the mom plays it plays the part not necessarily what her color is but she plays the part of the mom the way that the mom is depicted in in blackish now um ty bridges character i the, the guy who they cast and i can't think Talk of his name. bow bridge i'm sorry bow bridges the way he the, the character he plays as the father the guy that they casted for that i just think they missed the missed the boat totally i just think they missed it totally on yeah. that yeah I seen that one too. I don't think he. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. You know, and then there was, there was some other stuff that was in there. You know, there was the the talk of, um, the father of of the dad of Bo's dad. He's this rich guy. They, they portraying him as this rich guy that um, is totally accepting of the relationship of the marriage he's just rich you know this rich guy and he's totally accepting the relationship and a lot of people were like man that's not how it happens and i think they missed it there too because you i think it should be in the 80s for mixed relations i think there's there is there are some caucasians that's some white folks that that will accept and love regardless of what their skin color is but then there is there is also the other side of where we're just coming out of this something new that we haven't seen with interracial couples and there should be a little a little fallback uh, a little drawback from accepting that interracial interrelation relationship interracial relationship versus you know just totally accepting of it yeah i agree but there was there was something else in there and i took i took some notes man I, so i want to throw these at you guys that also sparked sparked um ideas that i wanted to ask you guys about do you feel that tv show the tv should project more interracial couples other than just black and white yeah i mean i want you i want you to put on the screen what's real i don't you know and don't force it though that's the only thing i can't stand the show that's forcing it you right. know like we get we get it we know the times has changed uh lifestyles are different now the coach Cultures is, is is mixing and mingling and things like that. We get it, but it's like you're trying to force it because you know it's going to draw uh, a larger audience or something like that. But just make it organic. You know what I'm saying? Like like make it realistic. You know that's why that's why you'll get some you'll get a cult like following if the if the if the episodes are true to the roots. Like you know uh, Snowfall or uh, All American. When I look at these these particular shows and it's it's from my city, I understand the background. I analyze all that stuff. Like, yo, that is real. Right. That's very real. Now, some of the stuff may be, you know, you, you might add a little bit of extra of it, a little embellishment, but for the most part, this is accurate. You know what I'm saying? Don't force it. Right. But yeah, we need we need a lot of everything that's going on in this new era, this new generation. Yes, put it out. Put it out. Just don't overdo it. Right. And I am making too cheesy. And I'm speaking more of seeing black and Asian couples. 
um, Latino and, and black couples. Just mix up the pool a little bit because there's more than just black and white interracial marriages. And I think we only, I think television only shows the black and white relationship. You know, yeah, and it's going to be real. I mean, you don't get some of these exotic looks without without mixing some of these people. Ex- exactly. I mean, I mean, we, we've it's to the point now where the acceptance of um, of gay relationships in television has surpassed the 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 black and white relationship. I mean, because every By far. Se- seems like far. every show we have that. I mean, that's like a mainstay now, and it is. It's it's, it's a commonplace. Within a, within um, outside of television, it is a commonplace, but it's also a commonplace of other things that I think that they they don't want to touch, and I think that's where uh, this show has fell into that category as well. Yeah, well, I mean, like 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 we said, it's a new era, it's new days and time. Show what's going on, just don't force it, don't overdo it. You know what and, I'm saying? Like, and because go ahead, I was gonna say because. Because nowadays, like we can tell, you know what I'm saying. But the thing is, it's a lot of it's a lot more content that's being, you know, uh, forced on us. So actually, honestly, we don't really have time to complain about everything, right? You know what I'm saying. And that's where I agree with BTG about forcing it on us because I do believe that okay, we understand that people are open, they're gay, they, you know, uh, transgender or whatever. But now it's like it's a mainstay in every show there always has to be a gay person in the show now and it's like is everybody that you hang with is there one person that's always gay i mean like you know what i'm saying like for some shows it works but it doesn't have to be in every show and i think now it's forced upon us yeah it's, it's like commonplace yeah yeah it's but like you're saying like i don't i mean i don't see on tv a lot of all i do see is uh black and white uh, couples, I don't see the Asian and black or Asian and Latino, Asian and white, whatever. Um, but I don't know how that is in reality because I see that rarely too. You know what I'm saying? I don't see it a lot. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, right now we we already know that there is more black and white couples than there are any other mixed relate mixed ethnicities between the different cultures, but. I still want to see it. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 all I'm saying is, if you're going to try, if you're going to do this, trying to draw an audience, like you, you're free to create whatever you want to create, right? That's uh-huh. not what I'm not saying. That don't do it. Right. But right. you want to be as close to realistic as you can because that's what's going to draw the people in. So when you talk about whites and blacks getting together, you know, marriage, relationships, whatever the case may be. Bro, that's still not going on in South Central. That's still not going on in Watts. That's still not going on in Compton, bro. We know this. Right. So don't lie. Don't lie to people in Florida. Don't lie to people in Atlanta. Don't lie to people in New York because it's not like that out here. Now in New York, that might be different. In in Chicago, that might be different. And all I'm saying is, make sure it's accurate. You're free to create what you want to create, but if you don't get the response that you're looking for. Don't get mad at us. Right. And the the one thing I'll say too, like for me, the thing I, I, I like, or I, I think this should be more like, if you're going to represent like a gay person then hire a real gay person for the scene. 
Thank you. I don't Thank like when you. they use straight people to play a gay actor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you, I mean, I get it. You're acting, but I want to see the gay person. How does the gay person really think? You know what I mean? Like, right. Because if they don't, <laughs> if they don't pull it off, you gonna get a lot of backlash. Right. You know the main character for uh, the Snowfall. He ain't, he's not even from he's not even from United States. Right. But as the same, but he does a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. You know what I'm saying? So we'll let that slide. I mean, Stringer Bell did the same thing to us. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he, he did. did. And that yeah, was early in his career too. He was fresh. But, that, but, that, but that's just showing that's just showing how talented they are. But let let us find out that he's not from the states and he does a terrible job. The first thing we're gonna say is you could have got somebody from LA to play that role. Yeah. But and then old old boy in your show D was like that too. Uh that I hate that show, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, he's not from America either. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, he's right, not from America right, either. Right. But he does right. a good job. I mean, you don't you don't, job. you don't hear the accent. You don't you know he plays an American. Yeah, last season you heard it though. Did you? Yeah, he, he was starting to lose it toward the last couple of episodes. But he knew it was over with, so it didn't even matter at that point, man. He knew he was about to go out. Yeah, and like, bro, so he was like, you know what? Forget it. Oh man, that's a great show. Nah, too, yeah, it's a great show. Did you like the ending to that show? We way off now. I did. I, did. I, I, I think they closed that one out perfectly. I do so. Yeah, I do man. too. They did. I, I think they closed that one out perfectly. We not, we not go. Come on, the show been out for how many years? Too many, yeah. <laughs> but it was a good uh, show. It, 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 that was one of those shows that kept you interested. It, it didn't seem like they ran out of things to write about and to talk about. You know, it had a, a great content to it. But right. that's another show, another time. But yeah, I mean, so I, my whole my whole concern is not the cast of characters, um, who they are, what they look like. It's just more of that: can they play the role? That right. that's like the younger kids, they are new to the scene. You know, I would want to know like the brother, the brother is playing, he's accepting of this, he's curious. And that's the way the brother is in real life, right? So I think they got, they hit home run with that one because now you're getting to see how he came to be who he is and it, it, it plays. The sister, you barely got to see the sister. So to see her character unfold, that's something good. Yeah, and I think we just—I think uh, I think BTG said it earlier. We we just gotta give it a couple of episodes before we can really just jump in and say that they all for their own point or whatever until until we actually just see what's going on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But it was such a crazy reaction over the last four days about about the situation, and like I, when when Smash brought it to my attention, it started out as. You know, Tika Sumter playing that character and being a reverse on Viv. So then when I start looking at it, all these other questions came up. All these other thoughts came up about about the show more than just that particular aspect, right? And it was just, I think we're overblowing. I think that I think everyone is overblowing it that that has an opinion about this as far as the they're missing the mark on these characters because we are just we understand that like we know Kenya Burr's wife is is, is a, from a mixed relationship and and so it, it makes sense to me when I found it out how these cast of characters were were picked for even blackish you get what I'm saying it was just 
uh, a situation where he, you know, that's what you know. You you tend to you tend to to be who you are from what you are what you're around. You know what I'm saying? Birds of a feather flock together, and. So now it understands how this cast of characters were put together. But I think that because he has some a sounding board to sound, you know, to bounce ideas off of from his wife, that he can get a good perspective on what it is to be in a, a mixed relationship and being a, a you know a mixed kid and, and the trials and tribulations of growing up in the 80s when it was brand new. So right. so now it's like it's commonplace now so yeah i mean we, we we understand younger generation we understand you don't face this but let's under, let's sit back and, and learn a little bit about our history and understand how we got to this point where it's normal to you because at one point in time it wasn't normal it wasn't normal for us to see mixed relationships you know for me coming from new orleans and i tell it say this all the time when i moved from new orleans to houston i had never seen a mexican a day in my life ever all I saw was black and white growing up in New Orleans. That's all that was there, right? So you have to accept and have an open mind and understanding for what you're about to experience and what you from different cultures and different things and have an open mind that, hey, I may just be able to learn something here. And, and younger folks, let's learn something here because this didn't, you know, we didn't go from, from walking off a slave ship to being free. You know what I'm saying? You had a history behind that to get you to this point. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you're not neglecting that. You're not rebelling against that. So this color issue, race issues in America is always and will always be. It's not it's not going anywhere. But this is I'm I'm proud of Kenya Barish for for opening up this door and opening up this window and letting us get a view of what it is what it feels like to be a kid that's trying to identify whether they're black or whether they're white. And that's something that we need to understand. A lot of people don't understand it. Well, this, this, this tale that was, that was great, actually. I was about to, I was about <laughs> to stand up and start clapping. Yeah. Um, but, but it, hey, if, if, if these youngsters is, is worried about complexion and they want to complain about how people look and who should be playing the part, they want to complain at, go tell them to Google Flex Anderson and Michael Jackson. Right. If they want to complain about something. Right, because those are people that they felt they weren't comfortable in their skin. They identified they were black and identified it. They wanted to be identified as white. You know, so I just think, like you said, I, I think there's a real big disconnect from this generation to from the '80s to the '90s to the '70s. I think it's a real disconnect. I think that we that we I'm not gonna I don't want to say that they take for granted of what they are and where they are now because like BTG you come from the hood right I come from the hood but where do we live now we live in the suburbs because we wanted to give our kids a better life than what we were raised in right but and in, we ain't going back and we, right but in turn we've we've done them a disservice and even blackish right the last the last ep was the two episodes against smash that we watched they they touched on that fact that yeah. we I've taken my kid out of the hood and now they're scared to even go back to the hood because they <laughs> yeah. don't they haven't identified haven't recognized and i think that's part of the problem and this is where the show is this is why i encourage people to watch this show whether you don't identify with the name you think the name is is distasteful or not but get get past that 
and look at the content that's being told, that's being talked about, and understand that these are real issues that we face. We talk about it all the time, and it's real eerie. We talked about it on last episode. It's real eerie how all of a sudden, some, all of a sudden, they're talking about it now. They're putting it in the show, you know, because we we talk about it all the time how how soft our kids are. We put them in the suburbs, <laughs> and then we I think we did our kids a disservice by because they're not tough anymore uh-huh. you know what yeah. i'm saying we we they're they're soft at this point we just talked beginning of the show about me giving my kids 20 dollars because they participated no we can't give if it was my era we wouldn't have got nothing you you're like you you a loser you lost you know get better you know so these type of things is it's it's good that kenya barris is is really delving into this and, and opening up eyes and making these conversations happen because it's good and, and all conversation is good rather whether we agree or disagree, it's good that we have a conversation about this. And this definitely is one of those conversations I'm glad this spinoff is happening because this is something, hey, I want to understand that that dynamic of, of what they had to go through through the 80s because I don't really know. It was never a topic for me. It was never a, a thought for me to understand what an interrelation a couple, I mean, children go through in these type of situations. You know what, though? A lot of, a lot of this has to do with social media. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, what, like, and, and the networks understand that because now it's like good press, bad press, is it's all press. press. They don't have to release this stuff this right. early. You right. know what I mean? If this was back in the 90s, then we would just be, you will have to catch it on the uh, on, <laughs> on TV or you would have right. to see a billboard or something like that. Right. But now everything is, you know, if you own Twitter or Instagram, you can't miss it. Unless you don't have social media, you cannot miss it. You know what I'm saying? So that has a lot to do with it because as soon as you put it out, as soon as you submit it, everybody has an opinion right then and there. Instantly. But that's the good and the bad of social media though. That's the good and bad because I'm glad that this is of conversation. You know, like you said, when when we were growing up, we just had whatever came on, we we saw the trailer and that was it. You know, yeah, you, 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 don't, you only had time to complain either when you went to work or went back to school. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, hey, as so, soon as you walk up, so you walk up to school, man, did you see what you called it? Uh-uh, I don't like it. You don't know where to complain, though. Right. You can't complain <laughs> nowhere. You're going to complain to your homies, go to lunch, go to the rest of the, you know what I'm saying? And then that's it. Yeah. And now you could sit on Twitter 24-7 and, and, and at the, the network and the actors and yeah. this, that, and the third, and complain all day, and yeah. that's not that's not good. That's not healthy. Yeah, and it was it was funny because a lot of a lot of the millennials that were speaking on the show hadn't even watched it, like they hadn't even watched Blackish mm. to even understand the content that was that's being portrayed in this show. They're just looking at this one aspect of this spinoff, and that was yeah. like really weird to me. That how can you even comment or even. Um, feel some kind of way ha- if you hadn't even watched the original content of where this character even came from to even have an opinion on you're just taking one aspect of, of what this is and voicing your opinion of it and that's because like you said that's because social media like you can actually not watch a TV show and jump on social media and you'll get opinions about the show and that'll make you think that that's what the show is about when really you need to watch it for your damn self so that you can get an understanding of what the show is really about be coming to the end of this thing btg as always where can the people find you 
at Bailey the Great on all social media platforms. If you cannot find me there, you can find me at Goldie House eating all the chicken up. All the chicken up. He walked in the house today and didn't even ring the doorbell. That was the weird. The door was white people. Hey, look, look, look. I understand that you're supposed to ring the doorbell not before you walk in anybody else. But his door was wide open. <laughs> and it said, welcome, walk in. Well, I said, all right. I said, all right. I walked right. I spoke. I took a con- started a conversation like he was already here. I spoke. I took my hat off. You know what I'm saying? I took my shoes off before I walked in. I just walked in. Smell that chicken. Smash, my brother. Any closing words? Yeah, man. Just shout out to uh, Robert S. Smith, who pledged to uh, pay $40 million to the in uh, student loans to the um, members who graduated at Morehouse College. So shout out to that brother. Shout out, man. You gave a lot of people a big leg up with by doing that, man. People can keep man. some money in their pockets and really grow their grow their livelihood and not have to worry about paying Uncle Sam back. That's, that was real dope. That was real dope. Yes, sir. So shout outs for that, definitely. That's all you got, Smash? Yes, sir. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to be here, bro. So for, for all the listeners, again, Follow us on, on all the social media outlets. Um, join the Facebook group. There's always some stimulating conversation with it with in there for, for everybody. Something good, something bad, something ugly. Um, at, send us some emails. We definitely want to get these emails going, folks. We definitely want to read some emails on the show and talk about some of the things that you guys are, are feeling about these episodes, about these episodes that we're putting out and the content that we're putting out, and also giving us ideas for other other topics as well. Um, but other than that, man, I, I, I appreciate you, brothers. I appreciate the listeners. We're we're now on episode 47. We're coming up close to that episode 50. Um, we're a year in. I want to thank everybody. So with that being said, much love, and we out. Peace. We have returned to claim the pyramid. in on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year groove.